0: Welcome into the In the Money podcast for the Thursday, October 13th card at Keeneland. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development, and we're going to take a look at races 7 through 10 that make up the late pick four. Jim, it starts with maiden two-year-olds at about seven furlongs, so we get uh, a good look at the, the odds board to start the pick four with these maiden two-year-olds. Who do you like before you see the odds board, anyway?
1: Yeah, Mr. Huffman did a good job for us this time. I look on the outside to uh, summon your courage for Todd Fletcher. Obvious choice at 9-5 to 5 Morning Line. Coming off a very narrow narrow miss at Churchill. Um, Made in special weight 123,000. Just a little bit more than ours but we've still got a hundred thousand dollars to give away for this race so uh some of your courage is 0 for 5 but has come close a couple times has got three seconds uh louis saez takes the mount and louis rode the horse at saratoga so give him a big shot in here and then the only other horse i'm going to take in here is the first time starter for azimuth and uh extra anejo uh Gaflion takes the mount the horse has got couple bullet uh has really worked well and then typical for asthma. it just gave him on october 10th just a little breeze 38 and three but uh, 59 and one before that uh, on october 3rd for five furlongs is a great work so i'm going to give him a shot three a million three hundred fifty thousand dollar purchase at the keema september sale in 2021 so uh, mr ronk Mitchell liked this horse a lot and uh i'm interested to see him i don't know if he'll go off four to one he may get he may Wind up being a favorite so going light in the first leg just taking the obvious horse that's been out and the obvious horse that's uh first time starter
0: i'm gonna go light too but with a uh, creative pick here um juan valdez the four at ten to one love this horse um nine hundred thousand dollar purchase at a two-year-old sale earlier this year suge's not a, a big first out winner and your horse was seven to one first time out at saratoga but the, the key is the horse debuted at seven furlongs, and a friend of mine who uh, handicaps the New York scene regularly says always pay attention when Suge debuts one at seven furlongs. Those are usually his, the ones he has a higher opinion of. And this horse, it doesn't even the, the trouble line doesn't begin to describe the start. He he started he spotted him six lengths at the, the start of the race. Uh, gathered himself and made a really nice move, and actually got up even with Instant Coffee, turning for home. Who the horse that ran in the uh, Breeders' security last weekend? So it was a good field, and then he just not ex- unexpectedly kind of flattened out, and so faded, and uh, the trouble the uh, you know finish line looks poor, but don't think they really you know jock probably knew the horse was out of gas and uh, didn't really. Uh, push as hard as he might normally to, you know, be sixth instead of eighth or something. So um, I think this horse runs a whole lot better with that race under his belt. And just on those circumstances, I think this horse is going to run big in this spot. Um, Shibwe, I liked that first race. Popular name for the local Kentucky basketball fans. Horse ran a nice fourth in the debut on a million day at Churchill. And you figure, you know, it was a big day. So people were were pointing their... uh, good two-year-olds and this horse now makes his second start and uh, showing up at the Keelan meet with that name I'm thinking that they uh, believe that he's got a got a shot to run well and then summon your courage uh, certainly um, need to take a look at there's a couple of Deodora horses there Sacred Ground was second in his debut and then Malibu Mendelson is a first timer and then extra Anejo is another one for Aspison Uh, that, uh, you know, your point about the workouts is is a valid one. But I like Juan Valdez a lot. Eighth race, allowance optional claimer. It's uh, either non-winners of two other than or $125,000 claiming tag. Six furlongs, three-year-old fillies. Static fire looks awfully good in there. Good speed, good dirt form at Churchill in May. Had a nice effort at uh, Kentucky Downs last time, but was wide. And I think uh, that one's going to be... Uh, really tough on the surface switch back to dirt promises to dance for Brad Cox second start off the layoff Uh, chasing fireflies started with two wins and then was fourth uh, last month at Churchill and then roses for Deborah is a little interesting four in a row but all on synthetic if that one if she handles the switch to dirt she could be a big player good early speed from uh, a nice inside draw I have static fire on top how about you
1: yeah, before I go into this race, I got to say something about Juan Valdez and instant coffee. You get the connection?
0: Oh, that's right. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, but you're right. Of course, Juan Valdez wouldn't have the instant coffee.
1: <laughs> that's right. Juan Valdez was the spokesperson for I guess Folgers or somebody, that, something like uh, that. Yeah, Colombian <laughs> coffee. Good pick. So up. I thought he's he's got to pick up on that instant coffee beat bump, Juan Valdez. So <laughs> I thought that's pretty cool. I like uh, the static fire is is the obvious choice in the second race. Uh, for a lot of reasons. Brian Lynch is a good trainer. Lake Peru takes him out back, uh, has won uh, a race with the Philly and uh, has shown versatility on dirt and turf. I'm also going to take Roses for Deborah simply because I'm not going to leave out a horse that's finished first four times in a row. She got disqualified her first time out, but she has all ones in her running lines. And, um, you know, she those those fire figures at, at uh, Presque Isle are usually not that great. That 87. Uh, back in the little stakes race in July, that transfers really well. So this thing, this filly can run. I don't know if she can run dirt, but she can run synthetic. So I'm going to use her, too. So I'm just going to go 2-6. We'll
0: get to pick four. Let's go to the ninth race, first level allowance. Phillies and Bears three and up on the turf course at one mile. And uh, I think only the only turf race of the day, so the Keelan Turf Pick 3 will come back on the Friday card. But who do you like in race nine, Jim?
1: I like them all. I don't like them all, but I like five of them, uh, Candy Light for Ground Motion is the obvious uh, choice here coming out of the Virginia Oaks. Didn't have a great start there. Came from uh, 13th and wound up two and a half lengths out off the lead, off the win. She's raced against some really good fillies, uh, including Interstate Daydream for Brad Cox in the past. So I think she's a legitimate favorite in here. To go deeper, though, I'm going to use, and I can't pronounce this, Fuente Ovejuna, maybe?
0: I believe that's correct. I went back and watched the race.
1: So, um... This horse is raced against uh, much better competition, obviously, than lounge races, three straight stakes races, out on the West Coast. And um, shipping over here for this turf is going to be a little bit different, but she ran overseas in Great Britain. So uh, at 12-1, to I'm certainly not going to throw out Brenda Walsh and Johnny Velasquez. Going to use Daisy B. the 7 for Rusty Arnold, to uh, needs to get his signature win here at the Kingland Meet. Uh, Jubilee Bridge for Michael Stidham and Mitchell Murrell, second time north america ran pretty well at pimlico um and should improve second time over here and then the um school for Cherie devoe probably my second choice since size takes the mount back from saratoga and uh, this billy Broker made the first asking at saratoga they shook her out to canterbury for some reason that of course saratoga was in 21 but then her first race this year was at canterbury um, and then came back to saratoga uh her buyers have improved but she she hasn't won so gonna use blissful gonna go five deep in here because i I do think candy light's a favorite but i don't think she's a slam dunk
0: i took candy light on top as well uh the race last time at colonial was uh, third from a a wide draw and i like that rosario stays but uh i like fastest flight a little bit for lynch second start off the layoff and the first time back was fourth in a you know one of those tough heats at kentucky downs with a wide trip there's a a horse that I'm going to throw in at a big price, the 3 Saki, uh, moves into the Correa's barn 19% is his strike rate with newcomers to his barn. And this horse made uh, her first start in the U.S. in grade 3 company, so they had a pretty high opinion of her. Uh, Fuente Ovejuna I've got as well. Uh, had a 4th place finish in a grade 3 stake at Santa Anita in May, now moving into the Walsh barn. He does well with newcomers to his barn. Uh, Rusty Arnold with Daisy B I've got on my list. Um, and then uh, Taurus, T-O-E-R-I-S, Taurus, for uh, Mark Cassie, first time in that barn, coming off a layoff, but, uh, you know, Mark Cassie's an outstanding trainer, and so I'm going to go deep in this race. I did have the favorite, though, on top. Tenth race, we finish up the pick four with a starter allowance, three and up, six and a half furlongs, uh, I thought one for Richie looked awfully tough in here off a four length win at Churchill with an 88 buyer. Horses won 12 times. But Beverly Parks won two in a row and is three of five at Keeneland. Thirsty Betrayal, the 10 horse, has nine wins. And then Cajun Brother, the nine, I'm going to include off the uh, 87 buyer at Del Mar in late August. And this is the third start off a layoff for that one. But uh, those top three, I think. Probably one of the winners, the winner comes from one of those three horses that uh, like to make their way and know how to get to the winner's circle. Who do you like?
1: I had those three, but I'm going to use three others. I want to say something about Beverly Park. This is a throwback horse. The horse is five years old, has raced 23 times in 2022. When you think about that, where horses can't race more than once every six or eight weeks, 23 times, and we're not even... Uh, we've got two months left in the year. So he raced 10 times last year. Last two years, he's 20 for 33.
0: Get, and, uh, and, get other horses on that horse's feed program.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you talking about making money for a, for a trainer. The horse has made $471,000, and it's running in, you know, 20,000 starter allowances. Uh, but this is a nice little purse, 44000 So I'm, I'm going to pull for Beverly Park in here. I don't know if he's good enough to beat Run, one for Richie, One for Richie is going to be the uh, obvious favorite here. But I also use a few others here. I'm going to use Fleet Ridge. I don't think you mentioned Fleet Ridge for John Arnett and Santana. Coming out of Prairie Meadows, uh, that's, that's a, that may be a stretch, but the numbers are good. And there's one five times out of 19. I'm uh, going to use uh, Cajun Brother, Thirsty Betrayal. And I'm also going to throw in Shaq's Way on the outside for a, a good trainer that doesn't have many horses here, but Greg Thompson's a 20% trainer. The year and uh, Shaq's way comes out of a stakes race at Charlestown where he just didn't do well at all. But um, at, back at Delaware, I had an 85 buyer last time out, so that fits very well here. So I'm gonna use a 12 as well. So we go six deep when we get to pick four.
0: Well, we're at the pick four. So what's your ticket look like?
1: Pretty simple. I got eight nine with two six with two five seven nine ten with two four five nine ten twelve. So it's light early and heavy late for 60 bucks.
0: I'm going with a, a little bit of a lighter ticket, uh, just a $40 ticket uh, on this reasoning. I'm going to take a stand right out of the box with our friend Juan Valdez. And if I'm right, then I'm singling the four, and then I've got good coverage the rest of the way for $48. So uh, I think I may, uh, I may have said 40, $48 for the cost of this ticket, which is four by 2346 with 123578 with 25910, 4x6x4, by by $48 ticket with a single of number 4-1 Valdez to lead it off in race seven. Best of luck with whatever wagers you're playing on the Thursday card. We'll be back for another edition of the In the Money Podcast for the Friday card, which is headlined by the Great Three Sycamore Stakes, a turf marathon, really well-matched field in there. Jim and I will talk about it tomorrow. For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach. That is the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.